In today's episode, I will be using recordings from Britney Spears' June 23, 2021 court hearing, as well as audio from Jamie Lynn Spears' Instagram, and quoting interviews from celebrities such as Justin Timberlake and Iggy Azalea. Fair use disclaimer. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, allowance is made fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, education, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that otherwise might be infringing. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shay Unfiltered. It's your girl Shay, of course, and today we are talking all things Britney Spears. Um, Now, I put up a monthly poll. I always put up monthly polls for my Instagram um, for the month of July, and I got an overwhelming response to cover the Free Britney movement. So I'm actually really excited to sit down and discuss this, because if you guys know me or if you guys have been following me for a while you know that I have been 100% invested in this for years, like two and a half years. Um, So I grew up with Britney. She was a household name. I swear, like tween fashion revolved around Britney. So a lot of talk um, has been going on about her, her father, her conservatorship, and ultimately her secret cry for help. So if y'all are a follower of hers, um, or if you haven't seen like her recent posts, I'd advise you to go check that out. They are sometimes so sad to see because it really does seem like she is crying out for help and going through like a lot of this. Like I did a a ton of research to make sure that I had all my facts straight and just listening to the free, um, I'm sorry, just listening to the court case and, you know, watching the Framing Britney Spears documentary again there is so much that goes on like behind the scenes that we just don't know and don't understand and I feel so bad because she gets judged and and made fun of like so much but just unraveling all of this and just uncovering all these layers like it really does start to make sense um so just to start out if y'all are unfamiliar with what a conservatorship is Basically, it is a court-appointed person who has full control of someone's life, assets, finances, just stuff like that. Um, And then it would be over somebody who is either not capable of making their own decisions, incapacitated, or incompetent. So literally, a conservatorship is just a legal status to which a court appoints a person to manage an incapacitated or incompetent individual um, or a minor in their financial affairs. So this conversation truly came to life when pieces of her conservatorship went public in 2018 and 2019, and it became a major topic in February of this year when Framing Britney Spears was was released on Hulu. So a little background for my younger generation that listens in, um, Britney Spears got her rise to fame in 93 at the age of 12 as a cast member on um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse alongside the Mouseketeers Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera. In 1998, she released her first single, Baby One More Time. And once the album hit, despite the controversy that surrounded it, it sold more than 10 million copies. Now, in 2002 is where she starred in her first feature film. Um, She was a starring role in the movie Crossroads. So at this point, if you didn't know Britney Spears, 
you did now. <laughs> so box office grossed $61.1 million. And um, that movie was made on a $12 million budget. Now, in 2004 is when she met Kevin Federline, who was a backup dancer. And the two were engaged just three months after dating. So they had their two sons, Sean and Jaden. And then in 2006 and 2007 is when things started getting really tough for Britney. So she was increasingly getting more public scrutiny. She was photographed driving with her infant son in the, in the car in the front seat. And this is also the time that she infamously shaved her head. And, you know, if you haven't seen those memes going around, like that would be the time frame that this happened. This is also the time that she attacked a paparazzi or photographer um attacked their car with an umbrella which i mean to be honest like i would probably too like paparazzi have no shame they're ruthless they have no boundaries no personal space they're freaking animals i mean we can't really hold that against her like that shouldn't even be in it so in july of 2007 her whirlwind romance with kevin federline came to an end ending in divorce and that ended up with her having joint custody of her boys 50 50 and then it wasn't until january of 2008 that he would end up getting sole custody and that was around the time that she would refuse to relinquish custody to her ex-husband wanted more time with her boys wanted to see her boys more and they ended up admitting her into a psychiatric hospital on a 5150 involuntary psych hold and that is the same year that her father, Jamie Spears, would become her conservator. And when he took complete control of her assets, um, that is, I think that is when the public kind of stopped hearing about it because everything became hush-hush. Now, she's been in this conservatorship for 13 years. So it, it's been actually like a little bit over 13 years that she's been in this. And she's been trying to end it for years. So year after year, the judge has extended out her conservatorship. Basically, it has to be like renewed each time. And it's granted each and every time that a request is made. So Britney Spears at this point is 40 years old, has no say in her life whatsoever, and has to ask permission with any and every aspect of her life, whether it's to make a purchase, to hang out with some, to hang out with like friends or something. Like she has to basically ask permission. Like she's a child. She's treated like a child. We definitely did get a glimpse of that when Iggy Azalea went on an interview with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live and her exact words stating, they came and checked my place to make sure I wasn't trying to stash anything weird that I might give to her, to make sure I wasn't a bad influence. And I'm not. I passed the test, um, which a lot of people thought that was a joke. Like there, there was so many like jokes that were made about that. But when you actually like think about it, like, that's disgusting absolutely disgusting so on june 23rd britney takes the stand and here's what she has to say i'm gonna play the recording for you guys and i'm just gonna stop it intermittently just to kind of talk about it but let me just go ahead and get this set up here your, your honor this is miss wright i did want to ask we don't know obviously what miss spears is going to say and we're happy that she's here today to address her concerns with the court but if what she's going to say may impact her medical privacy my client does hold those medical privacy rights and i would ask that we please seal 
the transcript and clear the courtroom so we can preserve those medical rights. I think it's really important. And it, and it could be that she brings up issues related to her family and her minor children, and they have their own privacy rights. And I think anything said about them. I think them they've done a good job at, at exploiting my, my life and the way that they've done um, my life. So I feel like it, it should be an open court hearing and they should um, listen and um, hear what I have to say. Oh, okay, that was Ms. Spears speaking. Okay. That was me, yes. So basically, as you heard, um, they wanted it to be like a closed case. Obviously, the audio was leaked at this point, um, but they wanted it to be like a closed case, no audio or anything to be recorded. If anything that has to come up with like privacy issues, they wanted to clear out the courtroom. Brittany was like, uh, bullshit, that's not going to happen. Like, y'all have exploited me for years. This should be an open case. Thank you, Ms. All right, so with with, uh, with that said, Mr. Ingham, did you have anything you wanted to say before uh, I have I have Mr. Uh, speak to the court? Uh, you're- the breathing in the background is like, <laughs> like, I'm done with that. <laughs> I don't know who, like, took this audio and, like, posted it for themselves. I'm going to post the video down, um, like, in the link that's always attached to my podcast. So you guys can go and listen for, to it for yourself. Um, kind of like uncut, but the audio, <laughs> that person in the background just kills me every time. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to hear from you, Ms. Spears. Uh, so feel free to, uh, to uh, address me at this point. Okay, well, um, I just got a new phone, so um, bear with me. Um, I... Uh, okay, so I have this written down. I have a lot to say, so um, bear with me. Um Basically, a lot has happened since two years ago, the last time I wrote all this down, um, the last time I was in court. I will be honest with you, I haven't been back to court in a long time because I don't think I was heard on any level when I came to court the last time. I brought four sheets of paper in my hands and wrote in length what I had been through the last four months before I came there. The people who did that to me should not be able to walk away so easily. I'll recap. I was on tour in 2018, I was forced to do. My management said, if I don't do this tour, I will have to find oh, an attorney. This is, this is, um, I, just, I hate to interrupt you, but my court reporter is taking down what you're saying. Okay. And so you have to speak a little more slowly. Oh, oh of course, yes. Okay, and I apologize, great. Okay. Sure. Um, the people who... So, she was getting heated, obviously. And, and you'll see this a lot throughout the case um that she tends to talk like very fast and they have to like constantly tell her to like slow down but i mean if you're trying to get like if you've been shut up for so long and you're just trying to get your words out and you're like getting flustered and you're nervous and anxious like i completely get that poor girl so um just keep in mind like this kind of happens a lot throughout the um cases that it she um like tends to get interrupted a lot because she's talking like way too fast who did this to me should not get away and to be able to walk away so easily recap i was on tour in 2018 i was forced to do my management said if i don't do this tour i will have to find an attorney and by contract my own management could sue me if i didn't follow through with the tour he handed me a sheet of paper as i got off the stage in vegas and said i had to sign it it was very threatening and scary, and with the conservatorship, I couldn't even get my own attorney. So out of fear, I went ahead and I did the tour. When I came- So she was forced, that whole tour that she did, she was forced to go on tour. 
she didn't have an option to not go and again like you'll hear this later on too is that she wanted a break and she couldn't even get that um but they forced her to do things that she didn't want to do and i kind of feel like that's not really what a conservatorship is supposed to be for but you know people take advantage of the law all the time and poor Brittany is the one who suffered in this case off that tour a new show in las vegas was supposed to take place i started rehearsing early but it was hard because i'd been doing vegas for four years and i needed a break in between but no i was told this is the timeline and this is how it's gonna go i rehearsed four to four days a week um half of the time in the studio and half of the other time in a westlake studio i was basically directing most of the show with my whereabouts where I preferred to rehearse and actually did most of the choreography, meaning I taught my dancers my new choreography myself. I take everything I do very seriously. There's tons of video with me at rehearsals. I wasn't good. I was great. I led a room of 16 new dancers in rehearsals. It's funny to hear my manager's side of the story. They all said I wasn't participating in rehearsals and I never agreed to take my medication, which my medication is only taken in the mornings, never at rehearsal. They don't even see me. So why are they even claiming that? When I said no to one dance move into rehearsals, um, it was as if I planted a huge bomb. So she's basically saying that she, like, this is so insane to hear. Like, she basically didn't want to do, like, a certain dance move. And this is what started this whole thing is that she said no to one thing and they completely just, like, essentially, like, they just bullied her and made her do what they wanted them to do and if she didn't then this was the result like she they would up her medication they would start controlling more aspects of her life like she never had options um somewhere and i I said no i don't want to do it this way after that my management my dancers and my assistant of the new people that were supposed to do the new show all went into a room shut the door and didn't come out for at least 45 minutes Ma'am, I'm not here to be anyone's slave. I can say no to a dance move. I was told by my at the time therapist, Dr. Benson, who died, that my manager called him in that moment and told him I wasn't cooperating or following the guidelines in rehearsals. And he also said I wasn't taking my medication, which is so dumb because I've had the same lady every morning for the past eight years give me my same medication and I'm nowhere near these stupid people. It made no sense at all. There was a week period where they, they were nice to me and they said, I don't want to do, and I told them I don't want to do the, um, they, wait, no, they were, they were nice to me. They said, if I don't want to do the new Vegas show, I don't have to, cause I was getting really nervous. I said, I can wait. It was like, they told me I could wait. It was like lifting literally 200 pounds off of me when they said, I don't have to do in the show anymore. Cause it was, I was really, really hard on myself and it was too much. Um, I couldn't take it anymore. So I remember telling my assistant, But you know what? I feel weird if I say no. I feel like they're going to come back and be mean to me or punish me or something. Three days later, after I said no to Vegas, my therapist sat me down in a room and said he had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsals and I haven't been taking my medication. All of this was a false. He he immediately the next day put me on lithium out of nowhere. He took me off my normal meds I've been on for five years. And lithium is a very, very strong um, and completely different medication compared to what I was used to insane like i have no i have no other words than insane i am i'm gonna look this up because i don't want to know exactly what it is so lithium is a mood stabilizer 
also known as lithium salts. It's a psychiatric medication. Okay, we know that for like bipolar disorders. I want to know what the side effects are. Let's see if we can find that out. Okay, so lithium can cause nausea, diarrhea, dizziness, change in heart rhythm, muscle weakness, fatigue, and dazed feeling. You can get fine tremors, frequent urination and thirst, weight gain, swelling from excess fluid. It can cause or worsen skin disorders such as acne, psoriasis, rashes. It can also cause problems with the thyroid gland. Any amount of lithium in the body must be carefully controlled and monitored with blood tests. So that part makes sense when she goes in to talk about that she had to give blood like every week. She had to give like eight vials of blood, which you'll hear that here in just a second. But geez, like it's insane. Like if you, you know, like they say, like if you can't control someone, then you medicate them and you turn them into like a vegetable basically. Um, so that they can't like talk back or anything like that. Like that's what I kind of feel like they were doing to her is that like she was literally just like a money ticket from them for them. And if she didn't do what they wanted them to do, then they were just going to keep drugging her until she no longer like had a say in anything. You can go mentally impaired if you take too much, if you stay on it longer than five months. But he put me on that and I felt drunk. I really couldn't even take up for myself. I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad really about anything. I told them I was scared and my doctor had me on six different nurses with this new medication come to my home, stay with me to monitor me on this new medication, which I never wanted to be on to begin with. There were six different nurses in my homes and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere for, for a month. Not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. And my dad only, he acted like he didn't know. That I was told I had to be tested over the Christmas holidays before they sent me away when my kids went home to Louisiana. He was the one who approved all of it. My whole family did nothing. Now that is interesting to hear because later I'm going to play Jamie Lynn Spears like speak out situation that she did on Instagram where she says like she supported her sister and all this stuff based on what she's saying like no one in her family supported her no one stood up for her no one was a voice for her so mm, really Jamie really Jamie I feel like you're not telling the truth Jamie Lynn just saying this lady basically saying I had failed the test or whatever and whatever um I'm sorry, Brittany, you have to listen to your doctors. They are planning to send you to a small home in Beverly Hills to do a small rehab program that we're going to make up for you. You're going to pay $60,000 a month for this. I cried on the phone for an hour and he loved every minute of it. The control he had over someone as powerful as me as he loved the control to hurt his own daughter 100,000%. He loved it. So I, I skipped a little bit of it. Um... So basically what she was saying is that once she was on lithium, she had six different nurses that came in and would like make sure she was okay. They take vials of blood from her and test her to make sure everything was good. Um, Make sure she was taking her drugs. The drugs had to be in her system at that time. And um, her dad just stood by and watched every every single bit of it and had no issues they sent her over to a center she had to pay for that um that stay or whatever that she did 
um, that she had no say in, she was forced to pay for it. So it's not even like, you know, we're going to send you the center, like blah, blah, blah. Like we'll take care of it. No, this is all coming out of her own pocket. So I feel like Jamie Spears, he is just constantly like trying to get keep control of her money because I feel like if he was to lose his role as her conservator, he would be broke as hell. Like he's only rich because of her. Like if it wasn't for her, he'd probably be homeless like on the corner somewhere like with a little sign begging for change. Like without her, he's nothing. I I kind of feel like that is what it is. And he doesn't want her to have a voice because of that, because he doesn't want to be fucking homeless. With me, the nurses, the 24-7 security, um, there, there was one chef that came there and cooked for me um, daily on the, during the weekdays. They watched me change every day naked, morning, noon, and night. Um, my body, I had no privacy door for my, um, for my room. I gave eight gals of blood a week. If I didn't do any of my meetings and work from ten, um, 8 to 6 at night, which is 10 hours a day, 7 days a week, no days off, I wouldn't be able to see my kids or my boyfriend. I never had a say in my schedule. They always told me I had to do this. And ma'am, I will tell you, sitting in a chair 10 hours a day, 7 days a week, it ain't fun. And especially when you can't walk out the front door. And that's why I'm telling you this again two years later. After I've lied and told the whole world I'm okay and I'm happy, it's a lie. I thought I just maybe I said that enough. Maybe I might become happy because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I am traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth, okay? I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't think how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do absolutely nothing. Just hire with my money another person to keep and keep my dad on board. So, so sad. <laughs> so I want to cry for her. So all these people that are being hired on again, she's paying for them. She pays their payroll. Her dad is keeping her in this conservatorship. He's obviously reaping some benefits from it. Um, and no one has speak has spoken out for her at all. No one has like raised their voice at all. And I want to, oh, I cannot wait to dive into Justin Timberlake's Mm, I can't. Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing at me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. Their cool tactics working for Miley Cyrus as she smokes on joints and stage at the VMAs. Nothing is ever done to this generation for doing wrong things. But my precious body, who's worked for my dad for the past fucking 13 years, trying to be so good and pretty, so perfect when he works me so hard. When I do everything I'm told in the state of California, allowed my ignorant father to take his own daughter, who only has a role with me if I work with him. They set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. That's given these people I've worked for way too much control. They also threatened me and said, if I don't go, then I have to go to court. And it will be more embarrassing me if the judge publicly makes you go the, the evidence we have. You have to go. I was advised for my image. I need to go ahead and just go and get it over with. They said that to me. I don't, I don't even drink alcohol. I, sh I should drink alcohol considering what they put my heart through same girl say i'm about to drink some alcohol because i can't i cannot let me just i'm gonna fast forward this a little bit um because she kind of tends to like kind of repeat herself so i'm gonna fast forward 
And like I said, I will link this recording in the podcast description so you can go and listen to the full thing. I think it's a little over 20 minutes, so you can definitely go and listen to it. All I want is to own my money for this to end and my boyfriend um, to drive me in his fucking car. And I would honestly like to sue my family, to be totally honest with you. Um, I also would like to be able to short share my story with the world and um, what they did to me instead of it being a hush-hush secret to benefit all of them. I want to be able to be heard on what they did to me by making me keep this in for so long is not good for my heart. I've been so angry and I cry every day. It concerns me. I'm told I'm not allowed to expose the people who did this to me. For my sanity, I need you to the judge to approve me. Do do an interview where I can be heard on what they did to me. And actually, I have the right to use my voice and take up for myself. My attorney says I can't, um, it's not good. I can't let the public know anything they did to me. And by not saying anything is saying it's okay. I I don't know what I said here. It's not okay. I would much, actually, I don't want to interview. I'd much rather just have an open call to you for the press to hear, which I didn't know today we're doing. So thank you. How fucking sad. So all she wants is to be little Brit Brit. She wants to have her boyfriend drive around in his car with her and live her life and she can't even do that and you can tell she's getting so flustered and she's getting so anxious like trying to talk about this like it's heartbreaking i i can't like if i was her parent like seeing her like you've seen her grow throughout this past 13 years like there is no reason for her to still be in a conservatorship especially at the age of 39 40 there's no need for it. Because I want to end the conservatorship without having to be evaluated. I've done a lot of research, ma'am, and there's a lot of judges who do end conservatorships for people without them having to be evaluated all the time. The only times they don't is if a concerned family member says something's wrong with this person and consider um, and other otherwise. And considering my family has lived off my conservatorship for 13 years, I won't be surprised if one of them has has something to say and go forward and say, we don't think this should end. We have to help her, especially if I get my fair serve and turning exposing what they did to me. Also, Jamie Lynn, where are you at? And just I just want you to know she was talking to you, too. Here during COVID to get me any self-care methods during COVID. She said there were no services available. She's lying, mom. Ma'am, my mom went to the spa twice in Louisiana during COVID. For a year, I didn't have my nails done, no hairstyling and no massages, no acupuncture, nothing for a year. I saw the maids in my home each week with their nails done different each time. She made me feel like my dad does. Very similar, her behavior and my dad, but just a different dynamic. Team wants me to work and stay home instead of having longer vacations. They they are used to me sort of doing a weekly routine for them, and I'm over it. I don't feel like I owe them anything at this point. So this is actually pretty crazy. So first of all, with the COVID thing, I don't blame her because if you look at the Kardashians, like they always had their hair done. They always had their makeup done. They always um, had their nails done. And I I highly doubt they're doing that by themselves. So the fact that she couldn't get any self-care done during COVID, like even when things started being lifted, like that's pretty sad. Like that's kind of just that you're that's too far. Um, And then the last thing that she said about the um vacation situation that's actually crazy because her dad had applied 
to have his conservatorship extended to Florida, Hawaii, and Louisiana so that he could have control over in those states as well. Because currently the conservatorship, he only has control of Brittany in the state of California. So when she takes all those trips to like Hawaii and Louisiana and stuff like that, like his conservatorship doesn't really extend out to those states. So he was trying to get those extended out, which again, ew. Oh, and I would like to progressively move forward and I want to have the real deal. I want to be able to get married and have a baby. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now, so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the ID out so I could start trying to have another baby, but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they they don't want me to have children any more children um disgusting that is absolutely disgusting i'm gonna just kind of stop it there um because i want to cover jamie lynn spears and kind of dissect that whole two minute video that she did um but that's the thing is that all britney wants to do is just be able to get married travel have children do what she wants to do like i feel like if she settled down louisiana became a dance teacher like for a cheerleading team or something she would be living her freaking best life and she can't do any of that because she has a whole freaking squad of people that are just controlling her life and they they are they're just ugh. i really can't i cannot so let me find little miss jamie lynn here um she's very soft spoken by the way so it might be a little bit harder to hear her, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try it and see what happens. Um, hey everybody, I just wanna take a second to address a few things. Uh, the only reason I haven't before is because I felt like until my sister was able to speak for herself and say what she felt she needed to say publicly, that it wasn't my place and it wasn't the right thing to do. Um, but now that she's very clearly spoken and um, said what she needed to say. I feel like I can follow her lead and say what I feel I need to say. Um, I think it's extremely clear that it's the day I was born. I've only loved, adored, and supported my sister. I mean, this is my freaking big sister before any of this bullshit. I don't care if she wants to run away to a rainforest and have a zillion babies in the middle of nowhere or if she wants to come back and dominate the world the way she has so many times before. Because I have nothing to gain or lose either way. This situation does not affect me either way because I am only her sister who is only concerned about her happiness, her happiness. I've made a very conscious choice in my life to only participate in her life as her sister, as an aunt to those boys. It's, it's the fake tears for me, honestly. Sorry, guys. Maybe I didn't support her the way the public would like me to with a hashtag on a public platform, but I can assure you that I've supported my sister long before there was a hashtag and I'll support her long after. That's not what she said in the court case, but that's none of my business. Let me just get some of my tea. Note that. I mean, I've worked since I was nine years old, paid my own freaking bills since I was 10 years old. And then Zoe 101 got canceled and you became unemployed, so... What would you do during that time, sis? Not that I owe the public anything, because my sister knows I love and support her. And that's the only person I owe anything to. 
I'm not my family. I'm my own person. I'm speaking for myself. I'm so proud of her for using her voice. I'm so proud of her for requesting new counsel, like counsel, like I told her to do many years ago. Oh, not on a big public platform, but just in a personal conversation between two sisters. So I'm very proud that she's taken that step. If ending the conservatorship, if flying to Mars or whatever the hell else she wants to do to be happy, I support that 100% because I support my sister. I love my sister, always have, always will, as long as she's happy. So let's keep praying. That's all. Ugh. See, I can't stand her either because... Like, first of all, she chose, like, the perfect time to make her, quote-unquote, public, public, her, quote-unquote, public statement after she said that she's been supporting her silently for so many years. Then why speak up now? Like, why now? Because now you're being called out for it. Like, she doesn't let anybody tag her. She doesn't let anybody, do like, do uh, mention her in any comments or anything like that because she knows, like, without Britney, like, you wouldn't be here, like, unpopular opinion or not like you wouldn't be here and so many like i i wasn't part of like the zoe 101 i don't at least i don't think so i don't think i was part of the zoe 101 like generation or squad or whatever um i I think i've only seen like two episodes of it but i'm pretty sure like once that show went off air she wasn't really working unless i'm wrong but she wasn't working so who's been paying her bills that whole time Brittany I'm pretty sure that she asked her dad for some money her dad was like yeah I can loan you some money and he pulled it right out of Britney Spears checking account that's what I think and so for her to say like you know that she's been supporting her and she's been telling her to get new counsel and blah 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 mm, I'm not buying it and I I'm gonna try and post that video on to the link as well so you guys can watch that in case you missed it but she does this thing like where she wipes wipes her face like as if she's crying but at no point does a tear ever fall like ever like she kind of cracks her voice and wipes her face but i i never once saw a little water droplet go down like that was cute though like no that's gonna be a hard no for me i don't care if it was wrong or right or you weren't supposed to do it. it. You had an NDA. I don't care. Your sister is your sister and you should support her in any and everything that is going on. Like best believe that if my sister was in a conservatorship, I would be fighting tooth and nail telling the world about it. I would not just be silently cooped up cheering her on from the sidelines and then coming out publicly and saying, well, I've been cheering her on for years. You haven't clearly you haven't sis sorry you suck at being a sister so after britney spears made her public i guess it's not like public but after britney spears went to her court hearing and made her testimony justin timberlake went on twitter to say after what we saw today we should all be supporting britney at this time regardless of her past good and bad and no matter how long it was what's happening to her is just not right no woman should ever be restricted from making decisions about her own body 
no one should ever be held against their will or ever have to ask permission to access everything they've worked so hard for. Jess and I send our love and our absolute support to Brittany during this time. We hope the courts and her family make this right and let her live however she wants to live. Now, the thing that gets me about this, Justin, (laughs) hi, sweetie, is that why make a public statement now? Like this has been going on for over 13 years. Why are these people just coming out now? Like I understand it just became very popular this year in February, but still you didn't say shit until now. Like why are people so silent on this? Like I I really like that's the part that's getting me, especially since he was such a controlling and rude human being to her. Um and he was so so mean to her after their breakup and like publicly just bashed her and she took all of the blame for that and I really feel like that's what caused her mental breakdown like they broke up in 2002 she got her conservatorship in 2008 like I feel like in that time is really what it was because the public was just constantly attacking her because they were the American teenage sweethearts you know um like that's that's my personal opinion on that is that I feel like Jamie Lynn Spears and Justin Timberlake like y'all don't y'all shouldn't have a say in this at all because y'all stayed silent Iggy Azalea even like you saw firsthand what it was like to be Britney Spears for a moment when they came and like raided your house before she could even come over to hang out with you and you still stayed silent you didn't open your mouth until now when you actually made jokes about it in interviews like that's not cool so i really want to know what y'all think about this whole conservatorship thing so check me out on instagram at shay unfiltered podcast and leave it down in the comments or send me a dm on what you guys think about this because seriously like it's a lot for me like it's really it's really a lot for me all right guys that's it for today's episode don't forget to like and rate my podcast And don't forget to subscribe so you get notified every time I post a new episode. Make sure to follow me on IG at Shea Unfiltered Podcast where I post all the updates every week. I want to see your feedback, topic suggestions, and comments. You also have the option to support our podcast by clicking the link in the description of every episode. Other than that, y'all, I'm out. I got a lot to process. This is a lot for me. Um, This, I I gotta decompress now. Have a great Unfiltered Friday, and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye!